Cool. Alrighty. This is The Art of Story, and my guest today is Kurt Da Silva. Hello, that's me. He's a really cool, really awesome person. Please continue. Please <laughs> oh, I going. will. No, <laughs> please stop. Um, shrink into the corner. I was trying to think of what story inspired you, inspired me to, to of you, and it's this one story takes place around Halloween, my favorite time of year. Mm -hmm. I was at a party at the army base in Stanley Park, mm. and me and my friend Ryan. Um, who we don't see too much of these days. He lives in Maple Ridge with his fiance, and it's just like way too far. We Maple barely Ridge meet up. Very far. <laughs> yeah. And so we we just had this like great night partying, and then you know it was wrapping down, and we we were we were just like let's go do something. But then we were like, okay, are we gonna walk out of Stanley Park? We were trying to get a cab, and it was just like take forever. And then all of a sudden, these French people who I guess were friends with someone at the army base were there. And they decided, like, oh, hey, you guys want to ride? And we were like, sure. This is at the army base. Were they driving a tank? <laughs> that would have been so Oh, man. That would awesome. been so cool. Uh, no, they were driving this, like, Westphalia, like a 1960s Westphalia mm. that sort of was, you know, had some rust spots on the side. And they were just... They just had that like really great Quebecois, like, you want to ride? Uh, we'll help you. Excusez-moi. <laughs> yeah. Je vais Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Luckily, Ryan spoke French. I didn't mm. speak a lick of it. But then, so we were like, yeah, sure. And we didn't have a ride out. We were like, sweet, we don't have to call a cab. But you know how Stanley Park is one way? Oh yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, it's if you don't like turn off the right way, you sort of just keep going in a circle. Yes, yeah. there's parts to cut across the park and get back on the mm -hmm. road. They didn't realize that, oh. and in hindsight, I don't blame them. They're yeah. not, they're from Quebec, and they yeah. just like moved to Vancouver. So we're sitting in the back of this Westphalia, laughing and joking, and then we just sort of realize like the light, because you know, it's really dark in Stanley mm -hmm. Park, just keeps going. We're like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and then, Are these guys gonna murder us? Pretty much. And there well, was I'm glad that the story reminds you of Well, we were sitting in the back, so there's like the, the French couple in the front, they're kind of arguing yeah. in French. I don't understand it. Yeah. Ryan's laughing at the argument. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting at the table. No seatbelts. Oh, the, what, <laughs> there's a table? Yeah, like it had like a sink to the right of us, and there was a table. And I was kind of like... Are you in like a mobile diner? <laughs> like, what is this place? Well, it was like a very... Nice, like Westphalia, like it was big and like the bunks were on top, but yeah, it had like a okay. little mini okay. sink. So I'm okay, Westphalia, I had no idea what that was. So I was trying <laughs> oh. to guess from context, and it was like, is that a, like a Corvette or something? And that would have been seemingly so awesome. a trailer of some sort. Or something. Oh, believe me, if someone like pulled up in a Ferrari and was like, let's go, I'd be like, cool, I don't care yeah. if I'm going to my death, I'm riding yeah. a Ferrari. In a Ferrari, Ferrari Rocher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be nice. Good way uh, to go. Uh, <laughs> so, bury me with my Ferraros. But they had another couple with them, mm -hmm. still don't know if they knew each other. Oh, okay. But Could I have was been drifters. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. I was sitting beside the guy mm -hmm. who was dressed as. A mummy, mm. um, but like was he the mummy? Was he Brendan Fraser? <laughs> no. Oh my god! Oh, that would have been no. Yeah. That would have been amazing. But he his like uh, outfit was kind of like drooping off at this point, and he had the white makeup, and it was like sweated partly off. Mm. And he was sitting there, kind of like reaching for his girlfriend. I'm assuming his girlfriend, mm -hmm. this girl sure. that was sitting beside Ryan on the other side of this yeah. thing. And um, 
I don't remember what she was really, it, but she had like really vampy. Oh yeah, she wasn't there. She had vampy makeup and uh, like a, what's that uh, tool uh, tutu on? Okay. And sure. like striped tights, so maybe Sweet. a witch. I don't really remember. I was a little bit more. Just like a fancy vampire. Yeah, I was more watching like Vancouver the skyline get like farther away as oh, we were going okay. around the park and it was sure, getting yeah. darker and darker and they're yelling at each other in French and they're having an argument, some sort of domestic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then my friend Ryan's sitting beside her and he's kind of looking at her and we're, we're laughing and joking. And then at this point I was like, oh, so here we go to our death. And Ryan's like, oh, it was a great Halloween until our death. And then uh, at that point, we kept making that joke, and they were like, okay, you can shut up now. We're trying to get out of Sally Park. Can you help us? And we just kept laughing and making fun of it, but at the same time, trying to make light of the fact that we might be going to our death. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, we get out of Stanley Park. Yeah. So we're relieved, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, that's okay, great. We're not getting murdered. And they were heading towards Georgia and Granville, and that's mm-hmm. where they're going to drop us off yeah, yeah. to the SkyTrain. And all of a sudden, the girl, who's been sort of like, swaying back and forth and the guy's like trying to talk to her and they're like kind of fighting Mm -hmm. she just like stands up and projectile vomits all over the table wow and i stood up and my friend ryan just grabbed her by the shoulders and like moved her to the sink and held her head there and then i moved and the other guy got her and we were we ended up not getting out at that stop we were like you guys it was a red light we're like we're gonna get out thanks so much and we got out at that red light because it was just like we're not murdered, yeah. and that's a whole other mess we didn't sign up for. But I, you didn't remind me because of the vomit. I just remembered that. But it was because of my vampy makeup I'm wearing <laughs> yeah, right now and this sweet skirt. <laughs> yes, your tool tutus. Yeah. Uh, it just reminded me. Just there was like a moment in time of like my favorite holiday with a really great person and a great friend, and Aww. that's just why I thought I would tell Aww, it. That's but nice. yeah. And also, I frequently do not murder you or anyone. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You are not a murderer. That, that which, is, I put that on my business cards. Which is a yeah. huge plus. And I'll, I have no business so far from that. Everyone's very turned off by that as they can. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. That's, well, that's, no, yeah. That's a fun little, thing. little anecdote. Sorry, yeah. Ryan. I don't think I put him on blast. He was very in control of the situation. That's fair. Laying that girl up. was not. <laughs> no. But, and her boyfriend at first was like, whoa, what did you do? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you touch him my what? Oh, yeah, yeah to, uh, to, to, to ensure the vomit goes yeah. in the right place. Yeah, so, right. that makes sense. I wonder where those two are, I really do. And I wonder where that French couple are with their Westphalia. Some can say you can hear her vomit still in Stanley Park. <laughs> just To outside. this day. Just outside the army yeah, base. If you find a little bit of puke on the ground, that's where she's been. <laughs> Cool. It's like the world's worst <laughs> urban legend. <just>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the vomit ghost. Yeah. No. Vomit queen. Yeah. No, thank you. Pass. Um, so now I'm going to start, this is the time of the podcast, of how we met. Mm, yes. And I'm going to let you tell your side of it. Okay, great. And see if it matches up with my impression of how that went. All right. It was a cold and stormy night. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <laughs> it was uh, how we had met was through uh, part of instant theater uh, doing uh, improv performer improvisation and we uh, signed up to do this show uh, it's called rogue cop it is a 
It's a mashup of like Die Hard and A Christmas Carol. That's sort of the one, the one we went with this year. So it's like an action movie, sort of an hour and a half long show. Uh, and it's all improvised. And I, I, I'd done it the previous year uh, with uh, under the direction of Alistair Cook. Uh, oh. He's the one who, who uh, instigated it because he's like such a huge sort of 80s action movie fan. He wanted to, to do the show. Um, yeah, and that went like, that went not bad but that was definitely when i was like earlier on in doing improv had less of an idea of what i'm doing not to say i have any idea what i'm doing now, but <laughs> less of fun um and i didn't know the like action genre so well so like the shows were all kind of like a little bit a little bit of hesitancy um i had like it was like such a like stellar cast that you know, assembled last year it was like such a honor to be a part of and yeah, it was like, it was super fun though. It was uh, such a fun thing to do. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it again this year. I'm like going to fucking nail it this time. And, uh, <laughs> I've not studied anymore. I'm not, <laughs> maybe I've become a better performer or less bad a performer. Since then, so I was like, yeah, okay, I'll sign up to do it. And then, um, yeah, and the nice thing about this was uh, in the sort of year interim uh, between that show and the past show, uh, Alistair, who's the director and creator, one of the founders of Vincent, had stepped down from the company and sort of let us uh, run the show. And um, so, yeah, this is actually our first time with like, oh, everything's changed now. It's not it's not Alistair's instant theater. It's sort of like more our instant theater. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so Brent, uh, our current one of our co-artistic directors at Instant was heading this one up. And um, so I was like, yeah, that sounds, sounds super fun. So I... Uh, audition and got to put on the cast and then there's uh, the nice thing with this now is like there's a bunch of like new people or like new blood into uh, instant um, and we'd like never really pulled from outside our own little circles before to do shows so this is like a new opportunity and uh, yeah and then that's where I met you Carolyn mm-hmm. that's uh, through uh just yeah getting to improvise with you and you had said that this was your like first show ever which was like yeah yeah that was like wow <laughs> yeah despite you having done taken classes and stuff for like seven years but you're yeah. like a trained actress it's like whatever no big deal oh yeah no no, no way thanks not. um uh yeah and that was uh i just noticed that yeah Karen, and i was doing rehearsals and like oh Carolyn's very funny. So, yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't think you were at the first rehearsal. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. And I think you came to the second one, and I was like, oh, more people. Yeah. Because I don't think I ever was oh, there no, no, at the first one. What it was, yeah, because what it was was I think Brent had changed the time of the first rehearsal or the date or something, oh. and he had never emailed me. That's what it was. Yeah. And then I was like, and then he sent another email like, great rehearsal. I was like, what? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, or it was like he moved it to a time that I was just working during the day, so I couldn't have gone. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Because he, oh, I remember I him like, yep, pulling for his. Yeah, one. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh no, I did not email Kurt. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, who's this Kurt guy? Because everyone was like. Sounds like an asshole. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. Um, he was a jerk. Different. <laughs> different huge or, difference. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I remember meeting people and being like, wow, everyone's like so interesting and different and funny. And I was like. More funny people. Kurt, who is this guy? Um, because I saw that you guys had an open audition on a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Actors in Vancouver. And I went, 
oh, I don't know. And then my friend Chelsea was like, just do it. What's the worst that happened? They say, no, you're used to that already. And I was like, sure. you know what? That's true. And went and auditioned, didn't expect to hear anything. And then Kurt's like, or uh, Brent, mm-hmm. not you. <laughs> Would have been great. Would have been great. <laughs> I have like, no sway in this. Yeah. In this he thing, was like, so. uh, would love to offer you a part. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I went into it and then I remember, but I, I think the first rehearsal I had with you, you came into the room, but we didn't like introduce each other. I think we no, introduced each I other after the in, rehearsal. I think the rehearsal was uh, at like, like four to six or something. And I came in at like five because I had work or something like that. So I came in like right. partway through. So yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Brent is not considerate of other people's schedules at all. Because <laughs> no, he has <laughs> so much free time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, no, that's great. Funny, because I hear him talk about he has no time. so yeah. many odd He's, jobs. And like, oh, yeah. I'm does, like, wow, yeah. you have more than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's how we met. Yeah, that is how we met. Yeah, and I, it's funny, because when I first met, I was like, oh, everyone knows each other, and like, I'm such an outsider, but you were just so friendly and like, normal and like nice not saying that anyone instance not normal but i was just like oh wow no, we're all very strange <laughs> just all eclectic interesting mm-hmm. people and but i was like oh wow like someone who is like interested in what i have to say and yeah it was just great yeah, well, yeah. and then people. i think i forced you to sing a song at the karaoke at christmas that's true that's i was true. like come on up and you're like okay well, you doing bits about a song beforehand so <laughs> that's what happened yeah, it was good times. Yeah. Um, did you think of a story that changed how you saw the world? Um, Kurt's looking no, at his notes. I don't think so. I have. I've. Uh, I answered the other questions. Though. Oh, okay. Sure. Great. Um, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be so fucking cliche. But uh, can we start on this? I hope so. <laughs> Too late. Um, yeah, my favorite story growing up. I was uh, just a. Still am. Big nerd. Like, big, uh, huge, enormous nerd. Um, so my favorite story, that was, like, the first, like, really accessible, like, fantasy books were, like, to me, the Harry Potter books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, like, so, uh, you could, like, just see yourself in them. You're just, yeah. like, they're written in, like, such a sort of empathetic way that you could just, like, point yourself. My grand sent yeah. me... Um, the Philosopher's Stone because oh, yeah. the Americanized version is the Sorcerer's mm-hmm. Stone I think and she's like not not on my watch <laughs> well, I remember getting the book and it had the old artwork like it didn't oh, yeah. have the American artwork on it and so I was like what is I, I think the Canadian one was Philosopher's Stone yes, too yes yeah. I think yeah, so yeah, as well yeah. makes sense Commonwealth yeah. and I remember being like oh what's this and I just I didn't I got the book I used to get a lot of books from it. I didn't touch it uh, I think because I like was doing something and then mm. my friend uh, was reading The Chamber of Secrets. Mm. And she was like, oh, it's Harry Potter. It's a great book. And I was like, oh, is that the first book? She's like, no, the uh, Philosopher's Stone is. Mm. And then I remember, oh, I had that book. So then I started reading it and did not stop after yeah, that. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like one of those, yeah, those, that was like definitely a time in my life where like I just would not stop reading. I would like get the new book and just like read all day. Uh, were like, you the, the kid that day. like waited at midnight Dressed oh, up. Never went like to midnight, but oh, like would because I think just the I was never really aware of the release schedule. I, was just, <laughs> I uh, only did it once it. too because oh, yeah. I was like, I, my parents I, weren't yeah. really into things like that, mm. so it was one time. Yeah. Did the Order of the Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, I think the yeah the last book, or no, sorry, the sixth book. 
I was like at a summer camp or something and everyone was like just flipping their shit because like the bookstore had sold out and like we couldn't get so I had to wait till like the end of the month till we got home to like read it and as soon as I got home just like finished it in like a day and like a bit of course that was like my whole day oh it was great I love Um, a good book like that also uh the only time I waited for midnight for anything Harry Potter related was um, for the fourth movie, The Goblet of Fire, when oh, that came out, I yeah. went to a midnight screening with my friend Johnny, because uh, Johnny was like, uh, he had seen the, because uh, uh, he'd seen the trailer for the, the Goblet of Fire, and he's like, oh, yeah, Cho Chang's really hot, let's go see it. <laughs> and we watched the movie, and he's like, oh man, I'm so disappointed. But that's Scottish yeah, accent, that, that accent was like so, so yeah, not what he was expecting. I remember yeah. that movie out of all of them being like for me it was the most disappointing in a weird way like mm. it kind of seemed thrown together which yeah. seems impossible for a Harry Potter movie because of how much like there's like so much stuff props and, so much stuff yeah. yeah but it felt the most I think just like the probably like the proportion of the movie of each like sort of sub event relative to the like in the book like each thing like J.K. Rowling takes her time like unpacking everything yes. and like seeing all the chronology and like in the movies you don't really have time to do that and, like, yeah I think the first one's yeah. the only one they really did yeah that. they did it basically they basically just recreated the book mm-hmm. in the movies and I was like that's why I love this movie so yeah. much and then they sort of deviated away from that although uh have you watched all the movies mm-hmm, yeah yeah uh what do you think of like the like later ones like six seven part one and part two um because I re- I know when Christopher Columbus stepped away after Chamber of Secrets mm. And then they got um, Inaratu, I think, to do the third mm-hmm. one, who was done like Revenant and um, mm-hmm. Birdman. And they took it dark. Like yeah, it, yeah, and, yeah. Totally. I mean, of course, you have um, Chivo, who's like a, this amazing cinematographer, and they just took it really dark. So I, I think, and I do think the last half of them mm-hmm. are like, they're really quite spiced up in a computer like mm-hmm. they're digitally painted yeah, yeah, yeah like the hobbit was like mm-hmm. i think that's what a lot of people commented about the hobbit in comparison with lord of the rings yeah oh they're so um they're so like magical looking and, mm. and like harry potter because yeah I, I don't want to say bubbly because i don't know if that's the right word but that's kind of what comes to mind but i you know i think the acting like the the children like the acting gets so much yeah, better yeah. and it's so much there's Everything that's in there that you don't think you realize, like for the longest time, I the whole Dobby thing, like mm-hmm. it was a couple years later when I learned about slavery, where I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's what that is," and racism yeah. and yeah. mudbloods and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like it's in it's there. Just right, right on the surface. <laughs> yeah, and I just yeah. whoop over yeah. my head. Yeah, no, because I, I love stories about that that mm-hmm. aren't preachy, but really help you see from that side of yeah. like, oh, I I get it now. You know, like comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Oh. Probably be saying that a ton. Oh, oh <laughs> you got three loaded catchphrases. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't say it, but yeah. who who cares? I don't yeah, know. You know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you think? Because I, um, I thought the uh, they sort of went back to the like uh, sort of like having these sort of epic movies because mm-hmm. those those last few books are just like like you can. Attack an intruder, like a oh home intruder with yeah. them. Like, that's you your put weapon. that at the end of a sock or something, you yeah. would kill someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also, it'd be a very big sock. I don't know what socks <laughs> yeah. you have. That big. I know Santa Claus, don't okay. you? <laughs> well, that's... Okay, keep bragging. It's fine. Uh, Name drop. We get it. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I thought, like, 
that one especially gave the the villains a lot of like show like screen time and like time to showcase their their villainy yeah. and stuff relative to the other one the other ones it's sort of like an oh Voldemort abstracty sort of thing I also um, thought Voldemort was sort of grossly underdeveloped in the movies yeah like they he, are doing have you seen that thing where they're yes. doing the, the new prequel or whatever yeah I really hope prequel. well I I'm so excited for that because I hope that they bring up a lot. Because I remember reading the sixth book, and mm-hmm. you get to go in those memories, and you learn why mm-hmm. Voldemort is the way he is. Oh. And it's like, it's not excuse anything he's ever done, but you're like, well, yeah, like mm-hmm. he's had a horrible upbringing, and it's like pass, abuse passed down from several mm-hmm. generations. It's a nightmare. Yeah. But I, I do remember reading the seventh book and feeling like it was much like much more like the first book. Mm. I was like, kind. I feel like, yeah, the tone of the seventh book is like so different from all the other ones. Well, apparently she wrote that one first. The seventh book? Yeah. Oh, she wrote the ending, I know. Okay. Yeah. Like she had the ending preset uh, once she realized it was going to be a that's thing. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it's... And it's... then, yeah, that's, that was sort of my problem with, uh, all, as much as I love the series, uh, the sort of, uh, it does feel at times like she's just sort of like like didn't plan out everything accordingly like there's uh, yeah. yeah there's like just like oh now we can do this thing oh now we can do this thing oh wait this is the real like deadly deathly hollows by the very end by yeah. the way by the way deathly hollows you know yeah oh yeah, yeah. that thing that's kind of unexplained oh that's this yeah, yeah exactly yeah that's sort of like the uh yeah and like this the system of magic is sort of just kind of bullshit it's just like Magic, who knows how it works? How do we make spells? Oh man. So arbitrary. I really hope we don't get a lot of Harry Potter oh, hate. You know <laughs> Read a different book, guys. Read and This is ours. <laughs> That's like oh man. Yeah, I've seen that on Twitter too, and it's like any sort of like I've been guilty guilty of this before. It's like any sort of like political thing. It's like this is just like Voldemort and blah blah blah. <laughs> like, come on, read any, read any other book, guys. Read one more book. Than, yeah, come on. Yeah, like pull different. I don't know. There's so many yeah. books. There's so many books. It's a good starter <laughs> series. Give it to kids and then read more books. Yeah, well, because yeah. I read it when I was 12. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go through I, that whole I, thing I, of like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to get a letter. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. But I know people who had younger siblings. Oh, that really? They would They would make a fake letter and like uh... set, put it through the most post box for them. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Kind of cute slash uh, manipulative, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, if you don't, if you don't give me the rest of your chocolate, your Hogwarts letters are coming. I don't know, something like. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, just the idea of like a you get to everything you know about the world is uh, not. You're not getting the full picture, and you have to go off and do all these adventures and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the big draw. So it did. So you read Harry Potter by yourself, and that was like a child, mm. a child, like a story from like your youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your youth. It's so yeah. far away now. Yeah, record We had these things called books. It's funny because I feel like my dad grew up reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and mm. he tried to read that as, to us as well. But did your parents read you bedtime stories? Um, no, not really. No. No. They, no. Did they give you? Well, obviously you got books as a yeah. kid. So yeah, were yeah. there any books that you would like? look at the photos and make up the story Ooh. or like our story uh, I really was like liked. a really big uh as a kid I went to the library with my like mom a lot oh like, yeah that's... that would be just our like sort of weekly thing to do or whatever mm-hmm. um 
And I would get like tons of comp, like always like Calvin and Hobbes and like oh, Garfield. So great. Those are like the books I always. I don't know why Garfield. Um, it's I guess funny to a child, <laughs> in retrospect. Um, yeah, but like Calvin Hobbes were like some amazing oh. yeah books. I just like I read I read I always would like look for the ones that I had. Well, do you remember? Had. Did you ever have Scholastic Book Fair? Did yeah. Oh, so yeah, great! Yeah. You get the like program mm-hmm. and you'd read. And I remember my dad looking through my parents and yeah. then being like, oh, there's Calvin and Hobbes. And we were like, what's Calvin mm-hmm. and Hobbes? Me and my brother and sister. And they're like, you don't know Calvin and Hobbes? So they got us Calvin and Hobbes. And mm-hmm. I remember reading it. And I read it now and there's jokes that I get now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of when I was a kid, I was like, can I color this? Because you know <laughs> half of it's in color and oh, half yeah, of yeah. it's not. And I was like, can I color this? My, mm-hmm. my parents said this thing about like, like, they are horrified to hear that university students highlight and dog oh, ear their yeah, textbooks. Sure. I mean, your dad is a PhD, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why. Because I'm like, well, they bought it. Yeah. And I'm so This is like sacrosanct. <laughs> yeah. Because like, my dad got me book. this book. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a really great book. It's called, like, The Big Horrible Do Anything You Want book. And mm-hmm. it's this book full of, like, really kind of cheeky ho- British horrible things. Oh, okay. And there was this you one... You can steal his pie from this window, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, uh, I remember this one picture. I don't even know what it was, but it's this, like, kind of, like, weird-looking abstract man who's in a bathing suit, mm-hmm. but he's got all this, like, snot coming out of his nose. Okay. And I don't know what it was in reference to, but I remember as a kid being like, ew, that's gross. Mm-hmm. But there's one page in the book where it was like, this page is the nothing page. You can do whatever you want that you've never been allowed to do to a book. Rip it out. Color <laughs> color it. Draw obscene things in oh, it. Okay. And I remember asking my dad, because my friend was like, well, you guys can do whatever you want to this page. And we were just, me and my sister, because we were with our friend who was like, you can, you can, let's rip this page out. And me and my sister being like, oh, no, you, you, that's sacrilegious <laughs> to a book. Like. We weren't even allowed to dog ear books. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do now, because I was like, eh, I'm an adult. <laughs> my mom's like, oh. fuck you, book. Yeah, pretty much. And then we went to my, I went to my dad, and I was like, can we do this? And he was like, oh, but then the book will be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but the book says we can. And then, and then he kind of was like, okay, if you want. You know, it's, you uh, know yeah. like that Wait, test the, that your <laughs> parents say? Well, you can take out the car if you really want to. <laughs> yeah. You like, what is want it? really want to lose our love and respect. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> You're like, is that? Can I? Like, that's what. I'm, and then I remember me you and know, my sister. So we did it. We like mm-hmm. ripped this book. We crunched it up. We wouldn't let our friend rip it out because we thought like, no, we gotta keep. We ripped we're part the respo- of the page. We're the responsible yeah, destroyers. We're of gonna this keep book. this page in. And then I remember me and my sister feeling horrible for weeks oh, after. Wow, no. like, <laughs> we ruined the book. Like it was like the book would never be the same again. Sure, yeah. Because it the, that page. And remember we tried to flatten it out. And I think that's a story, isn't that like a moral of you can put it back, but it won't be the same. Probably. Or I mean, like, that sounds like a story. Like a yeah, like a oddly moral story. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. Or maybe the moral of the story is it. Doesn't everything? There, nothing matters. Uh, whatever you do is arbitrary, nothing. and it's fine. You make your own meaning. That's fine. Well, did you have like a movie? Because I'm thinking we talked a lot about books and great, but mm. there's like lots of. I remember watching a lot of. I think I watched The Lion King. Oh yeah, totally. So much. As oh a yeah, kid. I uh, I apparently had forgotten I had watched The Lion King two at one point because it was never in theaters. <gasps> no, straight to, VHS. Yeah, straight to VHS. Straight to VHS. 
and I like had forgotten completely like till the, this other until the other week where just found like some song from it and then I could just like I knew all the lyrics <gasps> right away and like Whoa. oh shit I did watch this movie recovered memory yeah definitely recovered memory yeah Holy. yeah, yeah. Uh, also it turns out great movie the Lion yeah. King 2 is actually pretty good yeah yeah that's like the do- he has a daughter and mm-hmm. she goes off yeah. with like, the it's, other I think, I think it's been uh, described as like the first movie is basically like Hamlet the second movie is like Romeo and Juliet that's what it sort of oh, turned into oh yeah. okay cool yeah yeah um, songs are great in that movie songs are really good I've, I've I think watched maybe it even a little ago. better than the first movie isn't there also Lion King one and a half there which is, is like Timon and Pumbaa's story yeah I don't think anyone talks about or acknowledges <laughs> that that movie oh it's exists. like the Godfather 3 yeah. rumor that yeah, it exists yeah. but no one's mm-hmm. seen it oh that's funny. Yeah, because I I remember watching that a lot on repeat and um, BFG. Whenever I went oh, to England okay. to visit my grandparents, we always that watched the BFG. English. Like all Is the Roald Dahl stuff seems like so So English. English. Yeah. Oh my God. I recently, because I was like, oh my God, the BFG. Like it was such a mm-hmm. memory that I had of my gran- my James grandpa the John. Peach, that, that movie. Is oh, yeah. I loved that movie. Oh, that actually movie. is a movie we rent, well rent, no, borrow from the library. Mm-hmm. And watch it on repeat. Totally. I was a kid who watched stuff on repeat until it was like, okay, we got to take it back now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. The only movie I had uh, that forcibly uh, repeated to me was uh, we took, once took a road trip to uh, Kitimat, which is in northern BC. It's like a two-day drive. It's so far. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and we got Why? in our little like van, and my parents had this uh, like very small, like thirteen-inch like kitchen TV, but it had like a VCR built into it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Uh, the only thing we watched up there because my sister made me was the Digimon movie like nine times. <laughs> I was so oh, sick of that movie afterwards. I never, I was really into Pokemon, but I never, and then Pokemon got banned at my school. Like we oh, couldn't trade because wow. people would just stand in circles and trade it at lunchtime. And nobody would run. And, and, kick and they'd them be off. like, "We have this playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are recesses for yeah. getting energy out." And mm. and then also a lot of people were complaining because people would trade cards. Not realizing what oh, they've like traded. Unfairly? Oh, yeah. So it's a lot of manipulation. A yeah. <laughs> That's a metaphor. So then the school was like, right, it's bad. I had, I had actually my Pokemon card stolen once, <gasps> and like all of them, like grade four or something. It's like some oh. girl in my class. Yeah, and I suspected, and I like, but I couldn't like really prove. And then I like asked the teacher, or whatever, and then she actually uh, her like kid's mom like found them at at their house, and she had to like give them back and write me an apology. Oh wow, yeah. I have never. Um, had anything stolen from me? Yeah. Knock on wood. There you but go. keep that's... your Pokemon cards close and your enemies closer. <laughs> Pretty sure. I think that's the phrase. My mom got like Duotang books for me, my brother and sister, and like little card pockets. Oh yeah, for yeah totally. Pokemon. I definitely got those. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. honestly, I think they're somewhere in storage in my parents' house. Yeah. Gotta gotta sell them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sell them all. Yeah. It's so funny now how it's like yeah. you po- Pokemon's on your phone now, and it's yeah. all there. Yeah, and but they, just like being an adult, and they're like, gotta catch them all. I'm like, do we? <laughs> why do we have to? Just because you tell us. Mostly that, mostly marketing. Yeah, yeah, mostly marketing. Marketing. Yeah, that's the only reason apparently the uh, original games were split into two colors, with like some Pokemon being only available in like blue, some only in red, was just so they could sell twice as many copies, basically. That was like the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. yeah I don't pretty, like that. No, that's the business. I'm glad I didn't business, sink you know. money into that's it. Bad. I sunk some money into Beanie Babies for um, sure. Oh yeah. Oh, like <laughs> so everybody many. did. Oh, yeah. Everybody did. They're like, but they're going to go to Beanie Baby yeah. Heaven and then you'll never get them again. And I was yeah. like, so what is Beanie Baby Heaven? Like, I imagined it was this 
I, I had a very active imagination as a kid. I don't know where the imagination mm. went today, but I imagined it was like at the Beanie Baby headquarters, like TYK, whatever that little heart thing was on mm. their ears. And it was like upstairs. And they oh, just okay. had them in like glass sealed cages. And they're like, here's Batty. Oh, Batty okay. was like the bat Beanie Baby. There's like, a flaming uh, archangel Beanie Baby just yeah. guarding the, go- the doors. Yeah. Oh, I remember, like, but I wanted to play with all of them, but... And then there was, like, the big bee. Anyways, I could go on and on about Beanie Babies. But Please. that's what I imagined. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can think... One time, me and my friend, in regards to, like, watching a movie on repeat, mm-hmm. funny enough, Chamber of Secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went to Mexico, and we stayed in a friend's house, and they let us borrow their truck, and they had, a like, an, a movie mm-hmm. screen in the truck, and to us, that was really exciting. So we, but all they had was Magnificent Seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Get Shorty, and so Chamber of Secrets. All the hits. All the hits. Yeah. So we watched Chamber of Secrets like every day. We'd seen it like at this point 10 times. Whoa. Yeah, it was, and then I so said. So you just like quote lines at that point. Oh, yeah. Like it's one of the movies, the movie. like I will, if they're on TV, I will watch. But if Chamber of Secrets on, I'm like, I've seen it too many times. Yeah. I'm good. I can reenact this. I can reenact all of it. Mm-hmm. But we put on, then I was like, well, should we try Get Shorty? And we were like 14. Watch Get Shorty. What a great movie that is. <laughs> so it also, because it's about like a, getting an LA actor. Mm. I was like, oh, that's what Hollywood's like. Ah. You just, people in Hollywood just go and they order off the menu. Yeah. <laughs> which is something I've never done. And I, like, I remember being a server mm. and people would just do that. And I'm like, go to the kitchen and be like, they want this. Is that possible? <laughs> so... Oh. That's the thing. But I just thought I would have you on because improv is like mini storytelling. Yeah. Or just lengthier storytelling. Depends <laughs> on the show. Yeah. yeah. If we're doing a Herald or not. And so I just thought like what... Or even Road Cop, which is an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. being very scared and being like, oh, God, this format. What, what are we on next? Oh, we're this bit? Okay. Uh, how was, can I help? Yeah. The first time I did it, that was all I was thinking. What yeah. the fuck's happening? Well, I remember you yeah. being... I was like, whoa, he is... So on it. Because I had done it before. <laughs> <laughs> Little Although did I know. not as well, not as well with the previous. Yeah. No, that's an interesting format. And I just thought mm. I'd have you on because I think, I think everyone is capable of telling stories. Sure, yeah. And I think in improv, we're basically telling stories made up on that spot. Yeah. So do you, final question, mm-hmm. in improv, mm-hmm. Was there a first question? <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. first and last First and last. Question. All right, cool. Just checking. Just checking. Um, That's cool. That's okay, cool. maybe there's multiple questions okay. in here. Uh, Dang it. <laughs> um, do you feel like... What do you prefer in improv? Do you prefer the games that are like... Or mini scenes? Or do you prefer long form? Because um, you have a great show. It's a kung fu show. It is a kung fu show. We do do an hour, uh, basically full-length story. Um, I like everything. I like everything in improv. I like the uh, elaborate, cool stories. I like the short, succinct stories. I like the scenes that are not stories, but are just jokey game things. <laughs> um, that stuff is super fun. I like, yeah, I am of them, as I see more and more improv, I've said this before, uh, as I get to like, do more improv and like see more improv, I think every scene is like either a story, a game, or just kind of shitty. Like, you know, like one, like you have to fall into one camp really hard okay. or your scene kind of sucks. And yeah. that's the reason why a lot of scenes kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So they're all 
great, but you just have to pick one. <laughs> and yeah. then just and just commit. Am- commit and also like know sort of what is needed of things. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically it. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Are we done already? Yeah. Wow, Unless you so want to like, you have another story you want to tell. I, I mean, there's, there's so much. I, that's what I have right or you now. have like a quote. Um, oh, yes. Oh, we're going to get one more story. Uh, this is more. I, I just like I'm a, such a huge fantasy nerd. Um, I yeah. like uh, some of my favorite stories that I've read so far are the. And it's like uh, what you're reading yeah, today. Novels. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Mistborn series, which is a, Ooh. yeah, it's a, uh, bunch of novels written by Brandon Sanderson, yeah. fantasy, modern fantasy, uh, writer, and it is, uh, the first three are like, um, it sort of like set the stage for the world, which is basically, it, it's like a post-apocalyptic, not post-apocalyptic, but like way in the future, uh, the future has forgotten everything about the past sort of world where... And in um, our universe. I think so. It's not totally clear to me. Or okay. maybe like a similar-ish universe. Got yeah, it. There's people in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's a... Uh, of the populace, a select few have the ability to uh, like consume and use different types of metals that give them like certain powers. Like, Whoa. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can burn one type of metal and that lets you uh, like... like uh, exert a force on like a distant object or something so you can like pop you can push against the ground and fly up and all these sort of things Whoa. Um, or uh, like have enhanced senses or all these different sort of things um, and then the first three are sort of like the primer into that world and they're like the first one I thought was like really really cool follows a, a story of um, uh, this, little, this little girl named Vin and, and she's like part of these sort of gangs in this huge monolithic city that's under this, uh, under the rule of this uh, sort of nebulous dictator guy mm. or uh, like overlord guy. Um, but it's like even, it's like kind of cyber techno-y without the technology, if you know that. It's sort of, yeah, it's it's very, mm. very cool. And it sort of like tackles how they're trying to sort of overthrow throw him and all this and sort of restore mm. the city but the, the, and those books are okay and then the subsequent oh. books which are set later on are uh so she is the one with sort of all of the powers at, at her like she's, an avatar like an avatar um the avatar of the last airbender not the james cameron vehicle no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> not, not, a... not even the movie not we don't talk about the movie no no, watch the series. It's yes, great. watch it. It's uh, great. Yeah. Uh, and then the subsequent ones are more of like a Western take on that. So people oh. have sort of like two, at most two like powers they can use at any given time. There's different like combinations. And basically it follows the story of uh, this sheriff who's uh, lived out in like sort of the lawless outlands mm-hmm. for such a long time. And then is uh, called back to like city life to sort of become like a dookie kind of guy because his father's dead and he's like the only one left and oh. it, but he's like still got that uh and this is the same universe but just same, in the future yeah yeah okay. yeah so all the all the events of the the first three books are like i don't know like 100 couple hundred years after in the subsequent books and oh. it's just yeah it's like a really like flushed out like cool world to sort of Sweet. inhabit yeah it's a really i love it do you think they'll make a movie or TV series I about think it? I might be already been talks about that. I'm not sure, or oh. some other property of his. Maybe not those. Yeah. 
Okay, and his yeah. name one more time. Uh, Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. If you like Game of Thrones type stuff, this is not Ooh. that. But <laughs> oh. this is uh, I, I find it's better written than Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones can be quite a drag to get through. Well, it took me a while to figure out. That first out... book is like so hard yeah, to Yeah, but that the time doesn't stop. No, the time yeah, the continues. Time, so when yeah. you come back, mm-hmm. you and if you've been six months with someone else, mm-hmm. you're six months ahead. Yeah. So it took yeah, me a yeah. while to work out that. Yeah. I mean, it took me a while just to work out uh, who the fuck is related to who. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and all that. Sort. I feel like even when I watch the series, I'm like, wait, yeah. who's this again? Yeah. And, and then people start dying, like, okay, I can follow this. Now there's four <laughs> characters instead of eight. Yeah, yeah, I thought about rewatching Game of Thrones at the beginning, and then I went, oh, it's just too much. <laughs> New ones come out in July, so, yeah. Maybe I should. I'll get on that. Dang yeah. it. Or at least the last season. Probably the last season's pretty good, I remember. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty intense. Yeah. It's like, things are heating mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah, well, you have a podcast. That's me. I do have a podcast. Uh, fresh podcast, hot and fresh. Um, that's not a thing people just describe podcasts. Uh, it's called the Alternate uh, Riffstory Podcast, where we basically take uh, like writing prompts or just like uh, you know, s- uh, imagine suggestions for scenarios. Um, uh, like the last one we did with uh, Raquel that just came out, it was released today. Was uh, the prompt was. Uh, we're good news. We were able to save you. The bad news is we had to turn you into one of us, and we sort of just unpack that with either just me and my co-host Jeff, or uh, with our sometimes with our guests as well. And yeah, we just like go totally just imagine what sort of the scenarios are, and it's a super fun and hilarious time. I highly recommend it. It is very interesting, and the just the things that. One little uh, sentence can just flush out this entire mm-hmm. world and yeah. what you guys would do. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, improvising without improvising. Yeah. yeah. So I would totally recommend it. Um, again, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. It's been a delight. Is there anything, any last anecdotes that you want to leave us with? Any films, anything, any stories that you want to pass on before I... Ooh, um... Before I say goodbye. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the, uh, the... Oh, I... Because I drive a lot in the city. Ooh. And Vancouver is full of dumb people driving <laughs> so much. Uh, so this one time I was... Uh, this was before even the candle line existed and was under construction. Oh, no. Richmond. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, and uh, so the candle line, if you don't know, is a, uh, like a... Subway above ground, like subway, essentially, and yeah, my uh, friends like Skytrain yeah. thought it was yeah. something very different. Was yeah. thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, no, it's a sweet name for a fine <laughs> mode of transportation. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, and uh, so there's like construction, and I was in Richmond, uh, which is a suburb of Vancouver, and I was driving, and the sort of median in the road hadn't been like uh, in fixed yet. It was just sort of uh, like painted lines, but there's no like concrete. Oh, but you knew concrete was going. Uh, at some point. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. Um, and then it was just like cones and stuff, and that was sort of dividing the two lanes, the two directions of traffic. And then I was uh, driving um, in the left lane. I was like, fine, whatever. And then this lady ahead of me on the right lane, just slightly ahead of me, 
and we're driving fine, no problem. And all of a sudden, she decides, uh, she's like, I'm done with this direction of traffic. <laughs> so she cuts across me and U turns <gasps> from the right lane all the way, cut across, and then just it's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh my that was, god. Yeah, and that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen while driving. Although, tied for that is another time. Uh, <laughs> I have many driving stories. Uh, another time, uh, I, I was driving the left lane. Uh, on Broadway, which was a main street in Vancouver, and then a uh, taxi was ahead of me, fine, and then uh, it was like a stretch of Broadway where there's like no, there's nothing on the left side, it's just all buildings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then we, uh, this is like during rush hour traffic or whatever, and he, this taxi in front of me decides it's cool to just uh, turn le- like left signal, despite there being no where to left turn mm-hmm. on that side, and then I was like, what is happening? And then he just decides, oh, nope, you turn time. <gasps> Fuck all y'all. Bye, peace out. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah, if you ever drive back here, that's what you have to deal with. Wow. Yeah. I don't I don't think I drive as much as you. Yeah, I drive every day. So, yeah, yeah, but, okay, just PSA. Yeah. Guys, don't do a drive. shoulder check. Yeah. Or, or don't drive. Or drive your car to the ocean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be that person. Yeah, just yeah. get on 16th and yeah, head on just, straight yeah, through till wreck. Don't stop. And just go off that cliff. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> so on that lovely, lovely note. Uh, check out Riftstery. Uh, alt. We are at Alt Riftstery on Twitter, and you can email us at alternateriftstery at gmail.com. Uh, also, yes. on the Facebook page, and my personal Twitter is at Kurtle. Like a turtle, but curt yeah. so if you and guys, hard to say and not. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have any complaints about what Kurt said, send it that way. Send them to or, at Papa John's. <laughs> if you are like, hey, you want to commiserate in the traffic, head that way as well. Sure, yeah. Um, thank you so much. And we will see, well, you'll hear me next time. Maybe you will hear Kurt. Maybe you'll see Carolyn future. if there's video podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'll hear me. Maybe you'll see me. Maybe I'll just be outside your door like, hey, you listen to my podcast yet? <laughs> Carolyn's very adamant about her marketing, and it's very intrusive. Get used to it. Yep. All right. Thank you. I'm going to let Kurt get back to work now. I was not doing anything today. <laughs> You're very generous in that supposition. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>